Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, LPN fans. Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser are going on tour. Yes, the last podcast network presents the release. The Butthole Cut Tour could be coming to your town. Holden, where are we going? July 11th will be in Oklahoma City. July 12th, Kansas City, Missouri. And finishing out on July 13th, St. Louis. Be there. MJ, where can we get tickets? For tickets, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Say it again. That's lastpodcastnetwork.com. I thought you were going to start us off with World Class Sinner. Oh, sorry. I, I, uh, Yeah, I can do that. You don't have to. I can start with what I was going to start with. Start with what you... I can't put people through this fucking song anymore, man. I'm sick oh, of... Oh, you can't think about the idol <laughs> just right up top? You can't just... Ju- you can't slide right into the idol? In fact, I drunkenly made a note on Friday <laughs> to sing with arms wide open. Oh, my God. I do <laughs> oh, want to Welcome to this place. I show you everything without what about. I'm just a freak, yeah. You oh, now you, oh, you do want, want to start with the idol. Back. I knew you wanted to start with the idol. And You'd rather the idol than yeah, arms wide open. But I don't need to know your name. We have to look at the lyrics because all we remember is I'm a freak, yeah. That and. <laughs> oh, I made it so much better. Oh, yeah. I'm a freak, yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> this is a reference for no one. Yeah, no, no one, one is, is watching, watching the idol, Holden. We are, I think, the only two people <laughs> watching and the people entirety of the I idol. Wanna, I'm, we're probably traumatizing our Jack and with the Holdies Twitch viewers because people were getting like legitimately upset at how much we kept singing the song and talking Begging about how us stupid. Stop talking about the idol. <laughs> it's so bad. And I had a couple of friends over last night, and they were like, "We're curious. We want to see some." So I put on. I was in the middle of episode four. I can only watch the show in like 20 minute segments, sequences before I get nauseous. And and I just put it on just in time to have Lily Rose Depp getting fucking finger blasted by the weekend <laughs> in front of a room full of people with a blindfold Because on. it makes her art it better. Makes her sing better. <laughs> She's singing her new pop song about being 
about how good the weekend is at like s- subduing her and like torture or whatever, sexually getting her. It's so fucking man. Everything. This is. I need to try to keep it positive. I'm in a good mood, okay? And Colleen and The Weeknd <laughs> and all these people just, are trying to put me in a weird, funky space. It's a holiday week. You know, There, there's a, it's a holiday week. I'm and blown away. While I'm here to support hot dogs, I hope everybody's out there <laughs> eating your hot dog consumption this week. I don't even I think we're allowed to anymore. I'm just going to say right now. I don't even think we're allowed <laughs> For some reason, I don't even think we're allowed to this year, Jackie. Off the menu. I'm, I'm not celebrating the nation. I'm just going to eat a hot dog. It's at a least, non-denominational okay? hot dog day. Yes, you don't need to have you. any feelings about the the nation yeah. and its laws. It's just a dog. It's day. just a, it's dog, a dog day. day. Hope you want to celebrate days. <laughs> you decide what you want to celebrate this dog day. If it's just dogs, then good for you. Hell yeah! If you just want to watch the movie Dog Day Afternoon on Dog yeah. Day, that's I mean, if you want to get upset about a lot of the same things that we're currently upset about, yeah, watch. Dog Day afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, put on Independence Day at least. You yeah, know, we'll, right. we'll support. That's a fun one. We'll support Bill Pullman in this. So this is a Bill. It's a Bill and Dogs kind of week <laughs> this week. So that's what we support here on yeah. Page Seven because there's also there's a lot of negative stuff in the news right now, guys. Yeah. Right? We're trying to be positive here. We're trying to have a little bit of a smile. Try to think about. Oh my God, me yelling at people when they try to put ketchup on their hot dogs hold in well wait i can make you feel better jackie just where's my ukulele (laughs) somewhere guys in here i think we weren't gonna talk about miranda sings we weren't gonna talk about colleen ballinger we're gonna talk about this situation we're gonna talk about it but then she had to do a 10 minute long ukulele apology song and we can't not bring it up you got to keep pretending like this is not all right first of all though we've made it the misstep that is killing me that everyone's making it is not an apology video or song. It is a defense. It is a bizarre double down defensive ukulele. It's double down. B- that, ballad. That's what it is. It's yeah, a double it down. is a double down. It's a fucking yeah. piece of it's meat. Like the KFC double down. Piece of meat sandwiched between two pieces of meat. <laughs> yeah, KFC double down. Guys, both <laughs> referencing the double down. Yeah. Wow. Oh God, thank you for knowing what it was on a double down because I forgot that it was just a chicken sandwich but with two pieces of chicken and chicken instead of, instead of the of bread. bread. Right. What a what a time, man. We really. <laughs> past our golden years in this country, didn't you? Yeah, no, I didn't get to try one of those. Yeah, it's and now it's best. too late. Yeah, you could you could probably make your own. Ooh. Oh God! Maybe that's the chain of events that put us down this road, just like the cat's curse. That that now we've got Colleen with her fucking ukulele, and um, you know, I had been privy to this stuff uh, along the way of too. Course. Like people were like, you "Gotta look, you gotta check out what's going on with Colleen Ballinger." Miranda sings and. All this kind of stuff. And of course, I've always thought not, you know, she's a she's a children's entertainer, though. So it's like kind of hard to say she's hack when it's like that's she's she's playing to 10 year olds or whatever. Right. Yeah. For those of you who have absolutely no idea who we are talking about, we're talking about Colleen Ballinger. Thank you, Jackie. We got to start from the beginning here because some of us are not as online to understand um, I mean, and I'm very online. I'm just in a different part of online. And I was everybody like, has their sections. Totally, yeah. totally. I'm in a different neighborhood of online. The entire YouTube, the entirety of YouTube feels like a, t- like the way that we talked about how there's like the Netflix high school of reality shows and they go, we go to a different high school than the Bravo reality show people. Right, we do. The YouTube fandom people, and I say this in a non-judgy way, I, I have spent 
time in YouTube world and there's things about it that are cool. I feel like when I was start first coming out, I found like trans YouTube and it was really helpful. But that said, the, the kind of giant, expansive universe of YouTube fandom feels like not only a different high school, but like a p different universe, like a different planet. So, yeah, let's explain this. We were just simply too old to ever have had enjoyed Miranda Sings, right. which Miranda Sings is her YouTube persona is Colleen Ballinger, who is the real person. Miranda Sings is her YouTube persona. And essentially she was doing this like satirical look of young girls on YouTube. Even that's insidious and it's inherently because Definitely. it's making fun of just kids yes. trying to like put songs out on YouTube, totally. trying to like an adult you know, making fun of earnest children yeah. is just cruel. Like it's the <laughs> the whole premise is it starts off with cruelty in a way that's weird for a children's entertainer. Right. You know? Like my premise was to make fun of children. earnest young girls who liked to sing. Yeah. That's okay. I guess that's your children's entertainment but yes go on and so she essentially she got really really big for doing this she also does live shows where she live will make fun of children and bring up children on stage <laughs> and do things like i watched this atrocious atrocious clip of her having this like she, he must have been 10 or 11 on stage and she had these like cheese balls that were inside of her pants that he was going in and like pulling the cheese balls out and like eating it because they were pretending like they were on a date quote unquote and like that's just it's just weird uncomfortable of like no matter the fact that your character is supposed to be like 14 why are you setting it up to go on fake dates with real children on stage. I just find that I wouldn't want my kid involved in something like that. I would just say, but I'm saying this is someone, I know that I'm not a parent, right? so maybe I would feel differently, but I know you guys both have kids. I don't know how you would feel about like, well, I wouldn't want my kids watching someone that is doing things like that. But totally, or or, again, or like, and then going to a live show too, and that's and, what I'm saying about the live shows yeah. of like putting your kid in that. Like, it's one thing if you're having them watch it through a screen, right. but putting them in that scenario where they could be um, essentially kind of, I feel made fun of in front of other people. We have to remember that these people are not vetted. That's they're the just thing, not. Right? They're just like there's right. some YouTube guidelines that they have to adhere to. Outside of that. These people are not vetted. And, you know, uh, and I even feel some type of way about because a lot of what's going on is like also outside of the live show thing that she's doing that's weird. And we're talking weird stuff. There's also a yoga bit where she would pick out. Apparently, too, I was looking into it and apparently these girls would dress to get picked. Right. And to get picked, they would have to wear skimpy clothing to get picked to be right. brought on stage. So they were trying to get picked by wearing little skimpy clothing. It was part of the deal of going to a live show of hers. Yeah. Yes. Because she would call those people out and talk about how like what she was wearing, which was very covered, was what, you know, you should be wearing. As a joke? Right. But and, like, yeah. yeah it, it, it is, it's hard in terms of thinking about kids getting, doing this because I imagine if you're a parent and you're, trying to be like supportive of your 12 or 13 year old and they get into it, most of it might feel, I think this is actually kind of lost in the way that groomer has become this meaningless word. I think one of the things right. that's so... Groomer's, so groomer's the new woke. Right, and it's like, actually what is a little bit scary about this is that this might start off seeming totally normal, like she's doing funny songs, she's doing funny bits, and the, the reason why it's kind of sinister is it's 
I mean, it's not subtle when you just watch a YouTube clip and she's yeah. encouraging a nine-year-old boy to reach into her pants. But I can... It really <laughs> is. Like, it really... Like, I, I imagine, like, it's like, well, you didn't see the whole bit. I'm like, but I did see that one section, though. But can't you imagine a world in which you're, like, a parent and your kid is into this and you're like, I mean, I think it's kind of weird, but maybe it just makes... there's It's this whole world and I don't really get it, right? Isn't it possible to imagine how that might happen? Or being a, t- a tween and being like, well, I think these songs are funny and I think this bit where she puts girls in these vulnerable poses and makes fun of them. I think that's kind of weird, but I'm a fa- there's just I think that the way that inappropriate behavior gets laundered by being surrounded. It's not like a giant waving red flag, right? It's like a red flag that's sometimes surrounded by more normal shit and Again, I don't understand this person or their art, but I can understand how you can kind of get swept up into that without necessarily seeing the red flags. I mean, if you look at the comments on all these YouTube videos, it's a bunch of parents being like, I'm so, so excited to bring my t- my daughter to this because right. she's so excited. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's that's what makes it also so gross because this is an adult. She's not a 14-year-old doing this stuff to other 14-year-olds. She's an adult, so she should know better. And I feel like I understand how kids... And ideally, you would like parents, again, to be maybe recognizing that this that there were some red flags there. But I can understand how a YouTube fandom might feel just really confusing for grownups and they want to support their kids or kids love the whole universe of it. Yes. And it just happens. And that's how grooming happens, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. And and so that's just all the lead up to what's really... Yeah, because this isn't even what she's being accused of. What she's being accused of is that she there's a lot of screenshots of um, a group that she had called Colleenies Weenies um, <laughs> of her uh, talking to minors about very inappropriate things. Yeah. And asking very inappropriate questions. Yeah. And um, there's many screenshots of these conversations and... She really, in this ukulele video, makes it seem of like, oh, yeah, I was just like, oh, like, go against me for being close to my fans. (laughs) But, like, when you're asking a child what their favorite sexual position is, I think that that's a really big issue. (laughs) Why? I know, baby, I'm crazy. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm the crazy one. I'm I'm like, I'm like the cum guy, too, right? People come, I'm walking down the street like, hey, it's the cum guy. You know what I mean? He's the cum guy. Don't say that in this instance. (laughs) But even I... You know, I'm a disgusting degenerate. I would never have a conversation like this with the grown adults that I get DMs from yeah. on uh, Instagram or whatever, much less children. Yeah. It is such an imp- inappropriate barrier to cross that I yes. would never it's in a million years... It's an obvious mistake not to make. Like, you, yeah, I can't imagine she's... accidentally making so, this so mistake. So now we have to start right? connecting it to the ukulele <laughs> yeah. video because that is the whole... <laughs> Where she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you weren't perfect. And all this stuff that's oh. trying to say, like, she literally says that in the video. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, she sings it in the video. <laughs> the whole thing is a fucking song just to, like, make her it. Her representation told her not to speak towards it. So she was told like, so I not to speak it. So, so I'm going to sing it Ooh. anyway. It's so obnoxious. She's so, the video, th- all right, so she does this. Over 10 minute long, I'm not sorry video that she sings with a ukulele. It is like the most millennial fucking bullshit you'll ever see in your life. Like as if we weren't already like completely good on the whole ukulele twee fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then and then the whole time it's like the look she gives the camera and the way she talks to us, the viewer, is this you're the you're the asshole, not me. 
I'm completely fine. I've done nothing fucking wrong here. And you should feel actually bad. You're the one that should feel bad. It's the most narcissistic, fucking, completely ridiculous sidestep of taking any responsibility for anything. And guess what I hate? When any when people cannot take fucking any... It can never be wrong. I, it makes me nuts when somebody cannot be Holden, wrong. the only thing she's ever groomed are her two Persian that cats. Is, which is so such a weird it. thing to say. Well, such a weird. weird thing to say. <laughs> Get her out of here. Get her out of my face. I am so done with this person. We were talking about this on our um, Jersey Shore Discord on Thursday nights because I think that was maybe the day that the video came out or the day after. Yes. And that we were talking about various YouTubers and their downfalls and we were, we were talking about Shane Dawson and I was like, I remember that Shane Dawson's thing was like all these like really racist jokes and like ableist jokes or whatever, but I was like, what was his downfall again? And the chat was like, um, it had to do with being accused of doing sexual things with his cat <laughs> and that he had to, he issued a hilarious apology like, yeah. I didn't do sex sexual things with my cat or I, I didn't mean to or whatever right. and like so I don't even remember the details I don't remember the details about Shay Dawson and his cat but I think it's hilarious that now another YouTuber is having her downfall and invoked doing sexual things with cats in her not apology it's like you guys stop doing that right. it is not hard to not be a creep again I can understand and I actually when I first watched the the video I was curious because she says yeah, I used to DM my fans, but not in like a creepy way, more in like a loser way. And so I'm thinking, okay, what is this like YouTube fandom? I know a lot of the whole premise of YouTube fandom that I think people like is that there's more interaction with fans, right? I think Twitch is something similar where the kind of structure of Twitch is that you're supposed to interact with the people who are watching you. It's not this one-sided thing like a, right. a you know, a podcast. Obviously, we also interact with our fans, but it's not a two-way communication the way YouTube seems to be. And... So I, but then upon figuring out what she actually did, again, it's just so easy not to ask children what their favorite sex position is. Oh. So easy, very easy. And then when you are called on it to be like, oh, I guess you are, you just love toxic gossip. And it's like, I didn't even care. I don't think this would have all gone away if she had just said sorry, but she certainly made it. She launched herself from being a, YouTube controversy to being like a number one trending topic on Twitter. To talk about yeah. it. Everybody is. I had to learn. I wouldn't have even known who this bitch was until she sang this ten minute song, and she it was the it's the biggest self own in history. And yeah. to not it's just so clear that she was creepy. I can't believe to just it. be like you know what I crossed the line, and she can't even do that. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.
I, I cannot believe it. And and you know the whole thing with her too that makes me so angry is that she's so clearly a narcissist that will never ever see any of this and finally be like, maybe I am like a horrible person because <laughs> she's so just delusional and crazy. And that's the worst thing about these people is like you can't even like break through. Even this, she'll find a way to make it our fault. She already has in the whole video that made it our fault. Could you, I always do this mental experiment too. When it's something like this happens, could you imagine being in a relationship with this person? Yeah. Could you fathom what that would be like? Well, her ex-husband spoke out. Yeah. Her ex-husband was like, yeah, the, I dealt with this for seven years. Yeah. This kind of delusion. I yep. dealt with this for seven wow. years, but totally. Yeah, and she you know. cheated on him. Right. Ooh. I believe I'm not sure. I don't know the, the end of their relationship. And what's fun is I feel like what another good reaction, at least to something like this happening, this kind of obnoxious behavior, Behavior, a person immediately after this video, for every action there's got to be a reaction, spoke out about her abhorrent behavior on her Netflix show yes. and how awful she was and racist. That article is fascinating. Which is great, too, because we, we were just getting child grief. <laughs> now we get the racism. Get all this Asian shit out of here. Uh, you know, whatever, when it came to, like, changing over the, the store to a bodega was one of her fun comments. And, like, she's just a nightmare human. Nice. And apparently she would just, like, berate everybody in front of everybody. Or, like, she would make fun of... She would Smokey Joe everybody in front of everybody else. And we were like, well, we just kind of had to put up with it because it was her show, so... Well, speaking of Smokey Joe, we are going to be... Um Talking about nicknames here yes. pretty soon. Uh, we're going to be doing a little side. Sorry, what's the word? My brain. <laughs> I was about to say side quest. Spin off? Spin off? Side quest? What is side that? Quest. Side quest. It's a quest. We're going to have a side quest. Because we got so many about emails nicknames. about nicknames. Yeah. There were so, so many that we could not read them all on a show because we decided it actually needs its own show. And so yeah, we're doing, this, are we're do doing a bad nickname show. side quest. It'll be coming at you uh, somewhere, somehow. You may have to like... Over on the Patreon. You may have to like bring like an egg to a merchant just to unlock it, but we'll figure that <laughs> out. Well, it is a side quest, so we'll see. That's going to be that's gonna be our <laughs> extra Patreon content for the week and because we got so many amazing donations of words. <laughs> Jackie's wow. doing great. Jackie's what thriving. Is going I do, when I email it. someone, I do so call it a donation. Don't record on Monday morning. <laughs> of ideas. Is that what it is? Don't record it's on Monday morning? It's, it's, it's a Monday, Monday morning. before the 4th of July. I love this show because I was you last Tuesday. Remember, I was like... But I'm not hungover. It's not because oh, like I got oh, drunk with oh, my fans oh, last night. It like, doesn't it's matter how the mental instability comes. It just is. Oh my God. So now I'm the Colleen. Sorry, Jackie, that I got a little drunk just last night. You heard. But I know I'm going to do the show and I won't oh, talk my about God. my turds. Talking about my turds. Oh my God. Turds. We should let Holden, we should let Holden do a like 10 a minute parody. song because Holden is so good at spontaneously making up song lyrics that we could totally give him a prompt and he could do it. I don't know. It's an idea for your next Jack and you guys. Also, I will Ooh, acknowledge I like it. 
I will acknowledge this because I think I completely believe it's true. Somebody tweeted like this. There's a moment at like the eight minute, eight and a half minute mark where Colleen finishes, clearly finishes her song, then kind of goes to look at something and then like thinks for a second and then keeps playing the song and continues on. Yes. And I'm almost, they were like, you could not fucking convince me otherwise. The person who tweeted saying like, she definitely checked the timestamp. Realized she needed to go another minute and a half so that she could get the monetization mark uh-huh, on uh-huh. the video. <gasps> and that's why she does yeah. that. And so just everything about it's so obnoxious. Because oh! also, it's got millions of views. Like, she made really good money on that that fucking video, too. Yeah, that yeah. level of, of, I mean, you got to almost admire that level of hustle yeah. to be like, I am a YouTube animal i i'm a creature of youtube i know that if i make a 10 minute video that everyone will hate i will make lots of money off of it you almost gotta hand it to her we're not gonna hand it to her no no i hate her so much i was already say yeah go on we gotta i'll stop (laughs) (laughs) i will say if we're talking about 10 minutes of fame we are going to bring up tom hanks's niece on this episode oh my all right right on me this is is the good part this is we can get. Let's get to the good part. Remember that clip from. TikTok? I have not seen it. Give me the lo- Give me the rundown. All I'm right. an alien. I just got to Earth, and all I want to know about is this one television show. Is this sh- television show called Claim to Fame? So there's a Tom Hanks's niece was all over the celebrity gossip rags this week because there is this horrific show called Claim to Fame that I watched the first episode of and I'm mad at myself that I watched the first episode of it because I definitely could have just watched Tom Hanks's niece's breakdown. Which is what I did. Because she, which, you know, you get the, you get it. You don't waste an hour of your time. I don't need the context of the whole rest of the episode. This is coming from someone that watches The Idol, (laughs) that watched all of MILF Manor even after it fell off and wasn't even just for shock Jock value. I'm in that club. I'm in that club. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this episode of reality television, I think, was so yucky to me that I needed to take a shower (laughs) because this whole show is about people that are are related to celebrities somehow. They're all living in a house and they have to try and figure out through challenges what celebrity each person is related to. And what really yucks me out is all I kept thinking of was like, do their family, like do their relatives know that they're doing this? And like, especially Tom Hanks's reaction when he found out that his niece not only was on this, but like had a complete mental breakdown on the episode was like, did you at least get paid for it? <laughs> yeah. That was his question to her. His just disgruntled question because she is the first person that is kicked off because there is a wall of clues that are just random things that are staple gunned to a wall that they can all look at because it starts off with two truths and a lie. So everyone says two truths and a lie, but you don't find out which one is the lie. So you go up and you say things like, my relative is my father. My relative is an Oscar winner. My relative, like, so you have to say things like that. Mm -hmm. And then they have to look at this wall just filled with random shit. But on this wall of random shit, 
there happened to be a green bench. <laughs> yes, the bench from Forrest Gump. And this bitch went mad about this bench. You gotta watch the clip. If you haven't seen it, pause, Google it, watch the clip, and then come back to the episode, honestly. Tom Hanks's niece has meltdown. Just look up Tom Hanks's niece and it will immediately <laughs> pop up about her screaming, what other movie has a bench? <laughs> with a bench. It ruined it. It ruined it. Why were you going to put a green bench? It's so obvious. My favorite part of this, by the way, yeah, I told him that. I said, guess what your clue was? And he goes, she was talking to Tom Hanks. And he goes, what? what? He goes, what? I, I said, a bench. He was like, ah. <laughs> she shared. At first, he didn't understand the game. And then I was like, it's clues from your movies. And he goes, <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, I get it. I get it. So he didn't even realize the bench was this obvious clue. And I feel the same way. A green bench, I guess I would have figured out Forrest Gump. But like, that's not like, I love that she, if it was like a box of chocolates or like Bubba Gump Shrimp Company (laughs) or something like that, it'd be like, all right, bro. But a green bench is really that. And then I love her quote, what other, what movie? Has a bench. <laughs> That's the only movie that has a bench. I can't believe that. There's lots of movies She's with a bench. She's so upset. And, and I'm talking, this is, I've watched a decent amount of reality TV, and I want to say this is one of the biggest breakdowns I've ever seen anyone have on camera. She is screaming. She's running up the stairs. She's, she's flailing around with her body. All the other contestants are like frozen in that like, ooh, drama oh, way. And she's just shit. screaming. I can't believe they did this to me. And it is, <laughs> I mean, I just want to know what is going on with, I'm not going to blame Tom Hanks for the weird things going on with his family, but can't you imagine the phone call? It's like, Mr. Hanks, there's a, been a phone call about something embarrassing that a relative of yours did. And he's like, <laughs> oh, Chet. No. Yeah. What and have you it's done? like, no, it's not Chet. It's not Chet this time. Chet must be having a great week. Oh, my God. <laughs> so nice that it's finally off of him for a second. This, this from the article. She admitted that she, quote, overreacted a little bit, end quote, after getting eliminated, adding, quote, but I'm an emotional, very dramatic person, which is like not, okay, we got to start, guys, Colleen, everybody, <laughs> you got to actually then say, now let's fix it. Let's put the work in. Let's right. get the therapy. Let's get going on this. That is not just your way of being. You're not just a delusional narcissist. You're not just uh, an emotional, very dramatic person. You actually know you need help for this behavior. That was completely insane. Completely uncalled for. Because it wasn't even like drama on the show where she's being like called out for some really personal stuff on the show. She literally just got eliminated. She got on eliminated the first and she was it's mad. Not, and she threw a toddler level te- temper tantrum about it. <laughs> yeah. And again, I appreciate that we all are still building our emotional regulation skills, but to have that level of a toddler <laughs> tantrum on camera, yeah, wow, it's just, it is. Sh- I've, I, it's really, it's really worth watching because it's like how, and again, so funny that it's Tom Hanks, I know. the world's famously nicest guy, the yeah. the guy who when he was cast as Mister Rogers, everyone was like, that's the only guy who's close enough to Mister Rogers to play it, and this bitch is psychotic. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh, so how many episodes are out fun. and what's the other, you know, what else is going on in this show? Because you said, I mean, it really is. There was only one episode out. That's it. Oh, it was okay. just this just episode. The one. Was there anything else that was sad and upsetting or, 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 you know, I mean, is it just because they're all just like, 
uh, again, I feel like talk about maybe some kind of level of entitlement or I don't know what's going on here. This is so pathetic. No, it's the opposite of it. It's just boring. Uh, because right. Because these like, are just nobodies. Like, they're just they're just people just being like, yeah, but you wish you knew who I'm related right. to. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't think I give a shit. And then, yeah. I don't care who you're related. What does that change anything about how I feel about you? Even if they were like Cher, I'd be like, oh, cool. All okay. right, your Cher's like cousin. Do you ever see her? No, not really. Well, we I went to a, a we did a family reunion uh, ten years ago, and she was kind of got to say a couple. You know what I mean? Like, it's just what is even. And it's also not just like celebrities like that. It's also like a bunch of like you could be related to someone on a sports team. Like yeah, I don't know Don any Mattingly. people on sports teams. Okay. Like I don't. I, oh, wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Whoa, so cool. You that know, you I, what do you say about happen that? Happen to be related to them? This is just fucking, what's going on with people these days? Is this what we got because of the stupid strike? Now we got this, you know, this not the stupid, it's a great strike. It's a, no, it's a very purposeful it's a strike. This, stri- I'm yeah. calling it stupid because the people making them strike. Yeah. Uh, they're the idiots, you know what I mean? I'm sorry to yeah. the strikers <laughs> for my words. <laughs> I can't believe I said your strike was stupid. <laughs> oh, I'll shoot the arrow right through some cupids, make no, you fall in love with see, me again. That's the difference is you're apologizing in this video. Right, you're actually <laughs> like admitting oh, some guilt. Oops, did you get mad about what I said about the strike? Well, go fuck yourself and ride a bike <laughs> to hell. Yep, there you go. That's more That's more of what we're looking for here. There yep. you go. I forgot. <laughs> actually, you're the problem that I called you stupid is actually you're the one and who should you can be send upset in your- with yourself. <laughs> Donation of words into page7podcast at gmail.com if you wish, if you need to scream about Holden's not apology song, which is what we're getting today. Whatever. I didn't talk about Taylor Swift this episode or whatever, because I guess this is turning into a Swifty podcast. You know what? A podcast reviewer, <laughs> you can go eat a raw egg. How about that? T-Swift is Lord, are you, T-Swift is Are God. you just upset because I didn't include the, like, concert stage error of her show when the, the thing didn't go through the stage and she had to run off stage? Uh, I No, I was more upset that you didn't in- include the part where she talked about how she doesn't want people to go after John Mayer when Dear John gets re-released on Speak Now I Taylor's know, she was version. like, let's be nice. I didn't bring let's it up. Let's be nice online. And, and, and I did, well, she was like, I, I'm not upset about the breakups that I went through when I was 19. I'm a grown adult woman now. Don't be mean to John Mayer, please. And then there was a blind item that I didn't include Whoa. that it was about how John Mayer's seeking legal help in uh, getting ready for Speak Now coming out. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I, did, I didn't include that because of the one person who wrote in the podcast reviews that, uh, getting into a podcast. Well, you know what? I like Beyonce. I like Pink. I mean, they're both amazing performers, Holden, and I will give that to you, but okay. I'll also give you a little bit of a grimace shake, hey. and I'm going to squirt it all over you. I'm glad this ex- story exists in tandem to the Colleen thing, because yes, YouTube and TikTok, it can be such a fucking awful place, but this is where it this is where it shines. Yes. The grimace shake is where these formats really truly shine, and I really love it. How do you describe I don't even know how to put this into words, and I'm scared to ask Jackie to do it because I think if she's got a mental What? <laughs> I'm doing fine today. I'm fine today. <laughs> you called it a side quest. Talking about bonus content, which is a you video the, game term. You call the emails a donation of words. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. A donation. 
<laughs> a donation of <laughs> There's no reason for it. That's There's so no reason. I had no fun. So I went simple and I easy went to sleep to at a normal time last night. Like this, there's nothing. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. So many syllables, bro, to describe a thing that is two syllables. Email. <laughs> Sorry. I need to juxtapose how intense uh. some of the conversations we're having are, okay? So how do you describe the Grimace Shake phenomenon? on TikTok, Jackie. Well, essentially, it is you drinking a Grimace shake, which I, I don't know if you guys remember, but for every year on Grimace's birthday, and this year it's Grimace's 52nd birthday, by the wow. way, they put out a limited release Grimace Shake, which is a berry-flavored ice cream shake that is, of course, inspired by Grimace. And I will throw it out there that uh, Jeff was curious, so he went out and tried it and said he had a sip of it and literally could not continue <laughs> just because it was very sweet and really hurt his teethies, I imagine. Um, but then you drink the shake in the TikTok trend, and then all of a sudden you die a horrific death <laughs> Covered in the shape. It's yeah, it doesn't really get jump funny. cut. Originally, it was a simple jump cut, but as internet things go, it gets more and more complicated each iteration. But originally, it was just like, person, oh, it's Grimace's birthday, trying the Grimace shape. They take a sip, and then it jump cuts to them, usually laying on the ground, either face down or face up, with the shake all over their mouths, and the shake, like, slam. You can tell they kind of slam the shake down on the ground, kind of next to themselves as well. And, like, and it's usually cuts to nighttime. It usually goes from, like, day to night, you know? And it's like they've suffered this horrific death but then I immediately were watching ones that just like it literally becomes a full on horror movie with like people yeah. like climbing on the ceilings and like yeah, crazy car, shit. Grim car crashes and like an actual grimace like with demon eyes like <laughs> fucking in the shot like it's crazy what people are doing with it but it's such a fun easy setup for like this is so perfect for like kids in the summer like a little day project totally. to just go out and shoot, you know, get the shake and shoot your own. And I love that. And I love that about the internet. Like, people come together on some dumb shit, like Miranda Sings. But people also come together on some really fun shit, I think, like the Grimace Shake. And I really, really, really enjoy that. Totally. It's like, you know, we talk all the time about how weird it is to watch where the internet is right now. And TikTok, a lot of, depending on where the eye lingers, TikTok <laughs> might be very good or very bad. But the, the depending the, on where the... <laughs> The eye lingers. You create your TikTok. Yeah. And where does your eye linger? So if you've got, if you're like, I hate TikTok, I hate what it shows me, look to your eyes. Yeah, look <laughs> to yourself, Colleen, and, uh, you know, everybody else. You know what I mean? Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But, like, I love the part of TikTok that is teens especially, but just people in general being invited to take a creative prompt and run with it. It's great. It's like a creative writing prompt, but in pure distilled sketch comedy form. It's like, okay, how's the Grimace shake gonna kill me? And I think, you know, I used to help kids like write comedy scenes and I love that now it's just something it's something that they love. And I, I just love that this is a way that kids pass the, the time with each other. There's the other scarier parts of TikTok that are like the challenges of do things that could hurt you or whatever. And that must be really difficult to navigate. And I fear navigating it as a parent. But there's a lot of it that's just really creative and really funny. Yeah. Oh my God. You've been saying that. That just like hurt my chest. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when the kids are on these apps? I know. It's terrifying. Well, but this is the fun stuff. Yeah. Like, I loved, um, you know, getting my buddies like handheld camera and making like a weird short movie in like a day or two or whatever totally. and like putting it together. And that's a fun project. But you're right. It's terrifying. I I've, I already think about, you know, the part that freaks me out is there's just so much stuff on the Internet that like you can't unsee. Right. You know what I mean? And we all have our ones like, you know, but mine are a lot more innocent, like Tub Girl <laughs> or whatever. You know, I never saw like the, the Hatchet Men or whatever that thing was you know two men one knife or whatever that was but there's a lot of like (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of like infamous are you talking about duels are people watching duels there's a lot of infamous videos out there right yeah like people have chosen to see i've seen uh uh you know two girls one cup for instance right which is kind of you know and you know what I'm seeing it right fucking now. Man, the second you say it, it immediately comes up in my brain. The brain remembers. I saw it one time. The eye, it lingers, and the brain, (laughs) it remembers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, actually, I remember months ago when we on the show talked about how there is this kind of trend amongst some young people to be anti-sex scene in movies. And we got a lot of great emails about it. And one of them I remember was from somebody who I think they were in their early 20s. And they were like, you know, when I was coming of age, I had an iPod touch that connected to the Internet. And I was 10 and I had Instagram and I had no real oversight. I think the idea was, oh, an iPod touch isn't a phone. It has some limits or whatever. But like they had access to the Internet. They had access to social media and messaging and stuff. And they were saying that they just, you know, immediately started getting dick pics and like, you know, stuff that was really scary and traumatizing for them. Right. And so their thought about why some Zoomers are way more conservative about seeing sex stuff in media is that it's a generation that has been like traumatized they were by their access it. to the yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. really fascinating. Yeah. That, that, Isn't that so interesting? That helps it make a lot more sense to me because I was definitely like, you know what? Tits in your fucking movies. What the fuck is wrong with this? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, you that know, I'm, I'm the, the princess of horny. I like if there's a lot of fucking in it, i.e. I. the idol, I'm going I was to, about to say though, watch it. I, I don't need to see another tit again for the rest of my fucking life with idols. <laughs> just, I'm good I on just, it, man. It really I'm, is. I'm with them on that. I'm so sick of it now. I'm just, 
I'm and over like, it. The tiniest clothes I've ever seen. I, I'm so I've annoyed. I've never seen such tiny clothes. Yeah, it's just more re- absurd every scene. And I am not approved no, by any your way. Your tits are always fucking banging against I the wall. I love my tits falling. Yeah, it's unbelievable what those things do, but it doesn't even matter, dude. This fucking woman man or whatever these products the costume lit does the costume lady get fucking paid by like the least amount of fabric she uses she gets like a bonus <laughs> i mean the costumes are unbelievable i don't know how they stay on yeah, her body I like know. i don't know how well, it she's covers just, anything I'm she's like taped into wow. yeah it's crazy or it doesn't stay on her body her tits are out every five fi- i've memorized yeah, i mean that is true. i know those tits better than you know most of the people i've been with you know what i mean i've memorized every inch of them but speaking of the zoomers not being into sex scenes as much, but what about the millennials not drinking as much? How do we feel about non-drinker Blake Lively Mm. sparking this backlash, launching an alcoholic brand? I'm not like mad about this like the other stuff today. No, we're just... I'm laughing about this because what a fu- what what a moron to go. I don't drink. Here's my line. Like, why would you even say it? she says it like in the message about it? She's well, because like, she's fa- like she f- is famously known for not drinking. Right. So she already had like so Blake Lively is introducing Betty Buzz, Betty Buzz, which is the alcoholic brand of her already existing mocktail line, which is called Betty. Booze. So Betty Booze is the mocktail. Betty Buzz. First of all, this is so no, confusing. Betty, I was say, I think no, it's I'm sorry. Yeah, I this got is it. This is the problem. Betty Buzz. Yeah. This is why it's annoying. It's not annoying <laughs> that it's going to make people fall off the wagon, dude. <laughs> that is oh, for real. Donation yes. of words. No, no, no. This I'm is not sorry. your fault, Jackie. Yes. This is a Blake Lively problem, no, no, not yeah, a you problem. Don't, you, do not let Jeff near these things because there is no way everyone's falling off the wagon with yes. this messaging. This is the only people are annoyed at her by being like, "Why would you start it?" alcohol brand if you don't drink whatever I don't care about that she can make money however she wants it is funny to have the whole point of your company is mocktails because you famously don't drink and then you make a subsidiary cocktail that is alcoholic that sounds the exact same as the mocktail that is advertised to people that don't drink that's the funny part it's just strange why not call it something that is a Totally different word. Very different. Yes. Very different. Blake Lively's drinks for people who want to get drunk, you know, and then Blake <laughs> it's Lively's. It's a mouthful, but go with her on this one. <laughs> it's just so, that's what's funny to me. Blake Lively, get your side hustle on, girl. I'm proud of you. But but to make them have the same exact name, except one is for people who don't, It's and people sometimes might be like, I want a mocktail tonight and a cocktail tomorrow. Right. But also- for people who don't drink, it's really nice to know these are the like predictable canned mocktails I can get, right. you know? And so to just add, except sometimes they're alcoholic, is just kind of a funny twist. Does she Very like scary. super duper not drink, like to the point where she hasn't even tried these drinks? No, okay. I, I I think I think her whole thing is she doesn't like like she doesn't drink to excess. Right. I think that that like I think it seems like she doesn't she's not a fan of drinking is what uh, it seems. She okay, put she's out probably there. tried. She's not her like product. in recovery. Yeah, right. she's not like in recovery. That's the thing. It'd be ridiculous if it was like indicative of like she hasn't even tried what they taste like because she doesn't drink that much. But I guess it's it's just funny to be like I don't really drink, but here's my line <laughs> of drinking drinks, and it's just like <laughs> why? It's also just more loaded. Yeah. Like, it's not like, here's, I don't like chocolate, but I'm making a chocolate line. Okay, fine. But like, 
drinking and not drinking. It's important to know if you're drinking an alcoholic <laughs> drink or a non-alcoholic right. drink. Right, yeah. It's just unbelievably dumb marketing. But anyways, wow, the time just flew. I uh, Anything else before we want to talk about the fun celebrity conspiracy this week? No, I was just making sure that um, Blake Lively, like what the reasoning behind her not drinking and that she just... Um, she likes being social and she likes hanging out, but she and she even has openly said how alienating it feels being uh, a person that chooses not to drink. Um, but oh my god, it feels so bad for her. She's an amazing mixologist, and don't you forget it. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh my god, I feel so bad. I feel so bad for Blake Lively at parties. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. I have heard that from people who don't drink but like aren't in recovery, and then people will be like, "Well, why? Why?" Why have you tried? Everyone it? always uh. like. There's a, so much of like, why not? And that's such a crazy personal thing to ask anyone. Yeah, don't ever like. It's Nanya. How about Nanya? Wow, yeah. a Sunny Anderson reference. Yes, from, Nanya! from the kitchen. I appreciate that. Thank you. I I appreciate your deep cut Food Network references from five years ago. <laughs> that's just for you, MJ. That's Thank just you. for you. Love you, Sunny Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit me with the chair. Do you believe it? Was Brit Brit replaced? Oh, that's right. I'm doing this? it I, now. I know we we've we've not done Britney's. I do not bring Britney Spears up often because I really do feel for her whole situation. But we got so many emails about this one, and it's such a conspiracy because it involves like a video clip, and it has less to do with um you know some of the sadder stuff. Yes. It, it really does seem like she is replaced by being someone taken who's away from her. And her, yeah, she, just, she, yes, lot. all that sad stuff. It's not that stuff, but this is more just like is is someone actually manipulating her video stuff, pretending to be here with uh, using AI, which I think is actually possible, and it's crazy. And we got so many emails about it. So this first one, this one comes in from Ashley, who writes, "Hello, Howdy. Hello, Holden. I must admit I'm a bit late on this theory, but is Britney Spears missing? There's there's a theory that someone, Jamie Lynn, maybe in parentheses, is using AI slash filter." to give the impression that Britney is still with us. But I fear she could be trapped in a basement somewhere since her family no longer has legal control over her. I truly wish the best for Britney, and I seriously hope that this is not real, but this is pretty convincing. Or is the AI slash filter in reverse, and they just want us to think she's missing? Uh, here is uh, the uh, link to kind of the video people are talking about that's making them believe this. I'm bad at conspiracy theories because I just want everyone to be okay and happy, but I thought this was intriguing. Love you, Holden, but don't tell Jack. Jackie, I said that. <laughs> Ashley, smiley face. That's funny. Uh -oh. I love it. Yes. So shout outs to Amelia, who wrote in about this, as well as Lauren. Uh, Emily, who also sent a picture of a croissant, which is a croissant shaped into a crock with yes. chunks of butter as giblets. It's love unbelievable. It's been sent to me probably a thousand times, and I'm fine <laughs> with it. I'll laugh every time, and you can keep sending me the crock. <laughs> it's fine. Yes. So, and it also came in from Moira, who wrote, I can't remember if you covered this yet or not, but I came across this TikTok last night and thought I would send it your way. In this video, you see some examples of how weirdly teeth behave in deepfake videos. They compare these examples to Britney Spears' Instagram videos in which her tongue appears to glitch through her bottom teeth or her bottom teeth disappear entirely when looking frame by frame. They also point out she no longer smiles with her bottom teeth because AI hasn't fully figured out teeth yet. Also, wanted to share my terrible nickname from high school. My last name is Hershey and my big brother's friends would call me Hershey Squirt. Oh, you guys are the best. No. 
hope you have a great tour. Love, Hershey oh, Squirt. Hershey no, Squirt. not Hershey Squirt. <laughs> so there's this video that is really convincing, uh, uh, or at least really odd, this this editing of this video. Do you want to try to describe to me what's what happens here? Well, it go her hands go over her face. Um, Britney's. Yes, Britney Spears's face. And it seems like when her face hands go in front of her face like her face kind of changes right underneath it. Mm. Yes, like weirdly abruptly changes her whole eye structure, face structure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the part I'm focusing on. Uh, what do you guys think? It kind of has weight a little bit. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, it is definitely really creepy. This is like a legit one. Yeah. This is like a real one. I mean, one. the deep fake stuff also, I'm I out. think it's a good conspiracy theory because it's so scary. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I find the AI The implications stuff, of it is yes, horrifying, right? To be so Especially the way they're scary. using it in this situation, if so. Right, right. It's a little odd. Yeah. Also, it's, I know that, all right. <laughs> just throwing this out here. Like- a couple of months ago, Britney Spears's Britney Spears and her mother apparently reconciled. Okay. After many years of being on the outs with each other. And when that first happened, I was just like, I wonder why that's happening. I wonder hmm. what's happening with that over there. And I've just been like kind of watching it, like put it on my huh. talk about a side quest. I put it on my back burner. Right. Put it on so back like burn. in my back burner, I've been watching this relationship. Right. And what if it has something to do with that? Interesting. Uh-huh. It's odd. You have to admit it's w- that video cut. And I've seen it several times. I've seen before it on TikTok these before. Videos. Yes. Um, it's alarming. Yes. Like her entire face looks like it changes from someone else's at least it's eyes up because of the way she puts her hands, but it just abruptly clicks in like you've seen with some AI kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And it's the perfect conspiracy theory because the groundwork is already laid. Like already we already know laid. that there are so many people trying to sabotage this person. Also, we know that this person is really, we don't know exactly the extent to which she's struggling now, but we know she's struggled a lot in the past. Yeah, we know and I don't mean been... to, I'm not trying to mock or downplay that, by the way. Totally. It is just, this is kind of undeniably fucking weird yeah. conspiracy. So I had to bring it up. Totally. And we literally know that her family has kind of like conspired against her in the past. Like yes. she has been a victim of people working together to suppress her and so it's I'm not saying this is true but it's a perfect setup for a conspiracy and her Instagram account is dubious at best that's right, the other part right. of it like like the reposting kind of like the same pictures and weird dance videos there's just something odd, like everyone feels odd about the Instagram account right. yes. you know and so whether this is true or not to use that as a baseline and then to introduce the very real very scary implications of deep fake videos and how those totally will be used and already have been used to fuck with people in the past. I, again, I don't know if it's real, but it certainly has all the ingredients of a perfect conspiracy. So I don't know if I fully believe, but I got it on the back burner, my friend. I got it. I'm with you, you Jackie. I'm back putting burner. it on my back burner. We're just watching. I'm back putting it right on the back, back burner. burner. Putting it right Hope it doesn't right overflow. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. That sounds like my diapy, but I'm not talking about a diapy <laughs> overflowing. Just talking about my back burner. Because oh, you know how sometimes yeah. you're not paying attention yeah. and all of a sudden, oh, what's happening back there? And then all right. of a sudden your ass is on fire and it's just yeah. a whole big thing. This like, ass is on burn. fire. <laughs> Ooh, my ass is on fire. fire. Uh, yeah, and then they changed it to girl because they were like, you can't just use the word ass. It's a big song. 
What are you doing? This is going to be like your huge hit. So anyways, um, all right. Kind of believe it's time for the list. Let's do it. Oh, who's on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. Famous people who requested very unusual, weird, or surprising burials. Cool. Tupac Shakur, his ashes were smoked by members of his oh old Oh my group. God. Outlaws. <laughs> yeah, for a long time, it was just a rumor that members of Outlaws smoked Tupac's ashes after his funeral. However, in 2011, the story was confirmed. According to the Huffington Post, members of Outlaws confirmed saying, yes, it's definitely true. Had a little memorial for him with his mom and his family. We had hit the beach, threw in a lot of shit he liked at the beach. Some weed, some chicken wings. He loved orange soda. Pac loved that kind of shit. So we were giving him our own funeral. If you listen to Black Jesus, he said, last wishes... Smoke my say ashes. I didn't say the word. <laughs> that was a request that he had. I'm sorry. What does Henry say? Fellas. Last wishes. Fellas. Smoke my ashes. <laughs> now, how serious was he about it? We took it seriously. So wow. um, they did it, man. I think I might like it. I think it's kind of beautiful. I was going to yeah. ask if he asked for them to do it, then, and he did. So I feel a totally different way about it than initially. I was like, oh, whatever. But th- if he, if that was his request, then I, th- I think it's awesome they obliged. I mean, it's Willie Nelson's request, too. I think that's a great idea. Sure. As someone that wants to be buried in like a mushroom bag, I also am kind of down with getting smoked. Yeah. I'm do- butt chugging for me. I want to the- have to butt <laughs> chug my ashes. So we have to like liquefy the yeah, ashes. Yeah, you're going to like put gotta- li- liquefy the ashes in like a natty mm. light or something like that. And <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pour it up your asshole and get (laughs) Who's going to butt chug it? Your mother? Sounds Um, like it's us two. No, you, Ed, MJ, uh, Henry, you're all butt chugging it. And and, oh, yeah, this is recorded right now, too. So you have to, it's definitely posthumous. Yeah, definitely have to do it. So there you go. You see, now we're going to do this. And then, like, (laughs) it's going to be real insane. I got to start making insane claims uh, for what people have to do. All right, you also have to touch your nose, then touch your toes. That you have to do Well, the, I think I'm going to be touching my toes the entire time I'm butt chugging. Yeah, yeah, butt ch- <laughs> All right, you don't have to butt chug. All right, whatever. But you have to do a spin and then go eeky, leeky, deeky, leeky. And then you got to hump the air. And then you got to clap five times. In front of you your casket? Monkey man is a monkey man. Monkey man is a monkey man. Is this while we're drinking your ashes? No, oh, yeah, God. just like at the funeral. Just whatever. It's like just at the funeral. Here. Now we have to save the number of this episode in like an emergency drafts, like in case no. of Holden's death, so we can refer back to it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna be weeping and laughing the whole time. Oh my goodness. All right, what else we got on this here? Hunter list? S. Thompson had his ashes blasted out of a cannon. Yes, he did. He absolutely did. And people were able to. We actually had a friend of ours that went and watched it happen because you could watch it from far off. Um, watch his and, and they did it man they shot his ashes out of a cannon and that is bad ass yeah, yeah that was actually one of the funny moments in the whole like Johnny Depp Rolling Stone articles like one of the things that put him into like financial straits was partly because he's he was the one who spent the three million dollars to arrange the uh, request to yeah, m- get the cannon built and everything. Really? Yeah, yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. Well, the inventor of Pringles, Fred Bauer, wanted to be buried in a Pringles can, <laughs> and he was. That's wow, awesome, that's dude. great. Fuck yeah, Love right that. on, dude. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Well, Carrie 
Fisher got buried in a Prozac-shaped urn. Nice. <laughs> Man, nice. she's great. She's awesome, Dude, too. love yeah, her. Her one-woman show. Have you seen her one-woman show? No. No, but I've heard amazing things. You, I remember it. mentioning it on, on my old podcast, Radio Dispatch, after she died, and I got a bunch of people that were like, her memoir and her one-woman show are like- Hell yeah. Absolutely stellar. I should read her memoir, but yeah. watch that okay. one-woman show. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's really fun. And it gives you a full- she gives you the whole rundown of her crazy damn. fucking life, man. Well, what about, I don't know if you want to say damn, at the fact that Bruce Lee used footage of his actual funeral, including images of his corpse and his casket, and they were used in his last film. Cool. Yeah, that's one of those things where I'm like, I guess you're a filmmaker and you want this to happen. You can like have your wishes realized, but also... I don't know if we should be showing actual corpses. Uh, I don't know. That makes me feel conflicted in a weird way because I kind of want to be like, it's your body, but also it feels a little bit weird. And in fact, they use it. So this um, movie, Game of Death, <laughs> also incorporated footage from Lee's actual funeral, which is used in a scene where the main character faked his death. Ooh. Lee's face in the casket could be seen in one of the shots. Ooh. That's eerie. That's fun. Yeah, that's see, that one. makes it fun. Yeah, it kind of makes it fun. But you can see, you can actually see clips of it online. Now, Luke Perry did bring up my aforementioned eco-friendly mushroom burial suit that because that's cool. what Luke Perry was buried in which it is this bag that your body becomes mushrooms that's awesome it like psychedelic mushrooms. mushrooms or I just know. regular I, mushrooms I think just regular mushrooms but of course if I'm able to have a preference Luke Perry yeah I don't think we need to trip on Luke Perry would you guys do See, it that would be fun but how about like a Luke Perry pasta like a creamy <laughs> mushroom yeah. pasta yeah. with Luke Perry in yeah. it. Oh my God, make me into an au jus. Please. <laughs> make me into oh a gravy. Oh my God, turn me into a gravy. Yeah, you gotta be gravy, a gravy. Gravy, gravy, where's the ja gravy? It's Jackie. Yeah. And that's what the name of my funeral is gonna be. <laughs> and it's gonna be a big Thanksgiving dinner and you have to put gravy all over everything and you must consume me. And <laughs> instead of that's my name, it's like, that's my corpse. That's you know? my corpse. I love it. <laughs> Last but not least, Aretha Franklin... At her funeral, she had three outfit changes for her viewings and her funeral. And I I love her. Her niece said, we know that she would have wanted nothing but the best. She gave the best. She expected the best. And she would want her fans to have the best. And the fact that she had multiple outfit changes. I would only hope as someone, I'm the kind of person I change multiple times a day. It's very aggravating. Um, I like having multiple costume changes throughout my day. It makes me feel more fun. And um, I think that that's what I also want. I want my mushroom bag having outfit changes before you turn me into gravy. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Now this is in perpetuity as well. So everyone remember this. It'd be like a weird porch goose but like a just a bag that you're putting costumes yes <laughs> come on I hate this. gotta put some I sequins so put some sequins on the on the corpse bag before we simmer it i mean one must have a bit of bedazzle i hate it so much that i think i'm going blind, blind. items oh, oh we, we can't, can't see don't do drugs. That way, you show up to your concert on time and don't get kicked, kicked off stage by security. Whoa. Do you know who this is? Mm, she got kicked off stage at Glastonbury because she showed up fucking 30 minutes late to her set. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. Three word ah! name. Oh. Uh, ah! Lana Del Rey. I remember Ray. reading yes. the article. God. Lana Del Rey. Yep. Yes, Lana Del Rey. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Jackie. Ah, she, MJ, MJ got it imme- immediately. MJ got <laughs> Jackie it. Jackie was too busy screaming to screaming hear me say Screaming in it. agony. Ah! Ah! I just, I remembered reading the article about it. <laughs> yeah, so this is that news story. I was like, I got a little embedded news story for, and this is like my final hit of like the whatever the fucking crazy just insane list of shithead celebrities being shitheads this week. This is like another, I, I cannot stand because first of all, too, Lionel Ray had her microphone completely cut off during her Glastonbury set as she hit curfew after taking to the stage 30 minutes late. She kicked off her set with a bang, but was quick to address why she had been late. Bizarrely saying it was because her hair took a lot. She was like, I'm sorry, my hair takes too long, too, way too long to do. So that's why I'm late for this show that all these people came to. And it's a festival. So the way the festivals work is very different. I mean, it's a very tight turnaround. So yeah, like, you really got to show up. But I, one of my biggest fucking pet peeves are people who show up to their own shows way too late to perform. Uh, it makes me crazy. You get such a cool thing you get to do. You get to perform in front of thousands of people and make a lot of money doing it. It's one thing if it was a one-off, like it was a huge mistake. There was a huge like traveling issue. Totally. Something like that. When something that is out of your, you know, ability to control. Sure. Even things happen to celebrities sometimes. But you're right. Yeah. It's so disrespectful. And then to blame your hair, fuck you, your hair. Yeah, you know your hair. You know how much time you need to get it done, to have someone else do it. Yeah, it's not like you're trying to get ready for a middle school dance and it's not also, working or, out to do your hair. You know, or also say fuck the hair. I got to get on stage right now. I'm five minutes late. You don't fucking just make everybody sit. It's so crazy. And then she like made it all about her. She like then tried to. She like got up against the audience and started trying to like get them to sing with her. Uh, uh, sing the song video games. Her famous song. And then and then forcing security to escort her off of the premises. So you got to make these poor fucking guys who are just trying to make a living. You got to force them to be like the bad guy or whatever and like escort you off and make it this big dramatic event for you is so obnoxious to me. I just nothing makes me more upset than than musicians who show up. I mean, I will say 30 minutes is not that bad. I'm I'm more talking about people who show up like hours late to their own show. You know what I mean? Like that's when it's really but if you know you only have like an hour, which is like what these festivals are like. I mean, they have a very tight you know, situation with, with, you know, performance times and schedules. So like, you can't fuck around. You just do your hair in a different way. That's what I'm saying. Just be like, fuck the, yeah, just whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't do have to, I don't have to get my hair did. You know what I mean? So I have the luxury of being like, just fucking go. Who cares? Who cares about your stupid hair? But, uh, yeah, but who cares about her stupid hair? What do you guys (laughs) think? Uh, but anyways, that was my little news story there. But, uh, yeah, celebrities get it together. Okay. It's the fourth of July. It's the fourth of July. It's dog day, all right? And I'm trying to have an afternoon, so stop being bad and weird and singing <laughs> non-apology Bring songs. Bring up Dog Day afternoon again? And fucking all of this stuff. You know what I mean? Stop being gross <laughs> on H on I'm sorry, stop being gross on Max. Max. Okay? Yeah, please, Max. Oh my God. I don't I don't like Euphoria anymore because of the that show. Uh anyways. <laughs> Kindness, kindness blind. So let's bring it up a little bit. Huh. Let's have some positivity. Okay. Kindness blind. The meme actor recently paid all of the tabs in a restaurant. I'll give you one hint. 
Chicka Pie, High Tide, and Wee. This is Timothy Chalamet. Yes, Timothy Chalamet recently paid all of the tax. I would just say, according to the hint, um, the guessing of Jodie Foster was much <laughs> more appropriate. <laughs> just saying, Jodie Foster was actually in the movie right. now that you right. referenced. So I just want to throw that out there. But in whole uh, language, yeah. High Tide, and the Wind <laughs> means <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. If you're looped into page seven, lore, then you know that the Timothy Chalamet hint is the Nell. <laughs> it's so surpassed Nell. And I'm like, oh, what's her name? <laughs> Kathleen that you put your arm around when you watch Nell for the first time? You know, I'm I'm looking for real deep cuts over here. Uh, I'm getting my clue fucking bank ready for this next one, by the way. This is gonna be, might be uh, a little tricky. Oh, no. This is still a wacky one for you. Uh, as soon as he pulled on the hair of this one named permanent A-list singer and her wig came off, he freaked out because he had a thing about wigs and he ran from the room. All right. Wait, so were they <laughs> fucking or were they like on stage together? No, I don't know. He just pulled on the hair of this. I don't know. I think they might've been rendezvousing is what it sounds like, but he's got a weird thing about wigs. So he booked it. How crazy is that? All right. All right. Let's start with the singer. She's a one First named. One named. No one named A-list singer. Older. Uh, Cher. Yes. Now for. I, this person didn't know Cher wears wigs. I know. Right. All right. This guy's been in a lot of movies. I'm going to say uh, all up through the 90s. He's famous. One movie he's famous for. Isn't that good? And he wears a yellow suit. Polly Shore. No. He's in a hat. He's. Is in he, that movie. Um, oh, Ewan McGregor. Is he the man no. from is he the man with the yellow hat He's from Curious, Curious George? George? No, 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 no. What, then what, what else could it who be? Is the yellow suit with the hat. Curious, He's the man in the yellow hat from the Curious George. He's in a movie about heaven. Oh. And he's a politician oh, in a movie. Oh God. And he's oh. in a movie. He's in a movie. Um the movie about <laughs> In a movie about heaven. He's in a movie about a man. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> uh, am he I really about to yellow? Google a movie about heaven? Now you're in now you're in my world. All right. Okay, the man in the yellow suit. Let's talk about him a little bit. It's very um he's a he's a, a he's also a bit of a curious George. A little Do bit. Do not Google movie about heaven, because it is not what we are looking for. That is um, not going to work at all. He's a man in a yellow suit. He's yes. Jim Carrey. That's no, what I was thinking. No, 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 no. Morgan Freeman. Mask. What famous movies about God am I thinking? Isn't there movie? No, no, We're no. both going down different roads right, here. Hold I'm hold thinking hold yellow hold suit. Bruce Almighty. Is that what you were thinking? He's in a movie about a, the desert. And he's in a movie that's the name of a color. And he's in a movie that's the the name of the movie Wait. is something you would find in a bathroom. Sean Penn. And he's also <laughs> toilet, <laughs> shower, sink. Fuck, man, this has gotten harder and harder. I feel like worse off. Okay, okay let's focus on one movie. <laughs> yes, let's see, let's let's get let's get our the, the man in the yellow focused. suit is fighting crime. Is he Dick Tracy? Yes! Warren Beatty? Yes! Uh, He's got a thing about wigs, my friend. A thing about wigs. This was such 
There's so many ways. Heaven can wait. You there, were referencing, you're referencing heaven can heaven wait. Heaven can wait. You expected <laughs> us to know about heaven can wait. Heaven can wait. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, the movie there about are the so desert, many other words. The movie about movie. the desert is Ishtar. Hold and on. And it's also the movie Come called on. Red. <laughs> Hold on. We live in a time of Dune. You can't say movie about a desert. He's in a movie called Shampoo. That's something you find oh, in a bed. Oh, my God. God. Really, <laughs> this is this is the worst. This is worse than Murmur. You know what he could, what you could have said. You could have said that he fucked up the Oscars, that famously gave the Oscar to the wrong person. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't. Which one? Did, when was that? Wasn't I, that him with Moonlight? Did he do Moonlight? Was that him? I think that was him presenting, wasn't it? Oh, well, I didn't even remember that. But anyways, yeah, Warren Beatty's weird about wigs. Back to you guys. Yeah, it was Warren Beatty who was presenting, and they gave it to yes. wrong I could see. people. It was Warren I can see. Back to you guys. Wow, no, that was no reference. Heaven can rip. wait instead. <laughs> hold it. Unbelievable. Heaven, you guys, saw, you guys remember Heaven Can Wait, right? That's a good one. I've never, I no, don't. I don't know that movie. Jackie right. has seen most movies, and so I would, I would expect better from you, Jackie. But no. not me. I haven't seen Heaven Can Wait. No. Yeah. I'm realizing I haven't one. seen that many Warren Beatty movies. Yeah, I know. So, I was. Like, Big oh yeah, he's I, that's what I thought going in. I was like, oh, he's in like a million things. I'm sure I'll I'll be fine. And then I was like, what are these movies? <laughs> you could have referenced Bonnie, but Bonnie and Clyde is I was also, about is... to try and reference Bonnie and Clyde, and I uh I, I, that was gonna be my next one, but I thought you had it with reds. Should movie that's the name of a that's a color. I mean, all <laughs> I could think about was the color purple. So, like, no, my brain was in a complete I was just like, all right, who from the color purple? Where's a yellow suit? <laughs> the color purple. I can't believe we got through that one. That was, man, what about, that was a strug wow. bug there that you we go. just had over That's here. a strug bug. I know. We I was, got through it. Well, he's not really been in the limelight a lot, huh? And it is really unfortunate that Dick Tracy, because I don't even think, that's, that's not even a good movie at the end of the day is the problem. So he was maybe Stup and Cher and then he accidentally pulled her obvious wig no off. No way. And then got scared. Either one and he would ran out of the room. Them. I don't think, I don't think Cher would Stup Warren Why Beatty. Not? I so don't no know Stup Warren Beatty Cher. You think they were just at a cocktail party or something and he tried to give her nuggies? And he yeah. just yanked on the way he played yank the wig. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Yeah. And then like, ran out yeah. of the room yeah. screaming. <gasps> it, is a, yeah. it is a pretty hilarious scene to imagine now that we know it's Warren Beatty. What? I know, right? It's kind of, scared it's, or, or, I think the funniest part is to have a thing with wigs. I think it's the funnier thing. To be that frightened of a wig that you run out of the room screaming. You're an actor, sir. You're going to be around a lot of wigs. That yeah. true. I didn't think about that. Good Lord. Yeah, he's got to do Especially in Dick Tracy. Think of all the wigs in Dick Tracy there was. On a, on a movie set, there's often an entire room's dedicated to wigs. So it's really bizarre. And I'm going to guess- Don't even was, bring up Riverdale. My God. Don't bring oh, him yeah. to Clifford Blossom's house. Good Lord. <laughs> all right, there you have the, it. Uh, we got- we, we did it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my brain. <laughs> At least again, I just want you to know, I didn't have any fun- to have my brain be this way. <laughs> this is just being yeah, at in least your I had a good excuse. I got yeah. fucking hammered last Monday night or whatever when we recorded on Tuesday morning. Yeah, no, I so, did nothing. Uh, I went to bed completely sober last night. So this man. is just this is just your regular morning fog coming to you from old Jackie Zabray. And you I go. hope that you had a smile or two. And a bray if you're a donkey. Okay. <laughs> but you're probably a human. So my name is Jackie Zabrowski. 
<laughs> I hope you're a donkey. And if you are a donkey, hell yeah. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Donkey. <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. And you can come hang out with us in real life so soon. Lastpodcastnetwork.com. We are going to be in Oklahoma City next week. We are going to be in Kansas City next week. We are going to be in St. Louis next week. Come and hang out with us. Lastpodcastnetwork.com. We can't wait to meet you. And we can't wait to sweat our balls off and i'm excited about it love it also uh page seven podcast at gmail.com uh please send in your celebrity conspiracy theories i'm going to compile these nicknames i'm really looking forward to that uh patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast very important to check us out over there if you want to support us further for five dollars a month you get so much content weekly bonus content jack and i do the leftovers covering any articles we didn't cover in the main feed show jackie does the book readings we got uh ad-free episodes as well of the main feed episodes um and pre-sale codes for tickets uh tickets you can find again at lastpodcastnetwork.com if you'd like to follow me further twitch.tv forward slash hold to nature's ho i stream monday through friday uh that's twitch.tv forward slash hold to nature's ho uh jackie did you do all of your plugs i plugged it up you plugged it then mj my name is mj and i'm mjkl cat on instagram all right stay kooky babies let's sing shout out song oh yeah okay that's not how we normally end it by me going (laughs) i love stay kooky babies (laughs) and we must sing the shout out song sing it with me shout shout let it all out these are the emails that you wrote in about come on we're gonna read them to you come on Thank you, thank you for sending in your shout-outs, and thank you for all the wonderful messages. Yes! Next week, we're going to do some extra Patreon content with Holden going through all of, and I think him dealing with his own nickname trauma, so check that out next week over on the Page 7 Patreon. And for this week, I just want to say, again, you can send in your own shout-outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. I said that I was saying it again, but technically I was saying it for the first time. You can Send in your own shoutouts again to page7podcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for always thinking about us and for sending in such lovely things. Now, I want to send out a much needed I love you and a big old hug to Vic. Vic says, I'd really like to shout out to myself if that's okay. Of course it is, babe. Around eight months ago, my best friend of 12 years and I decided to give a relationship a go. He swept me off my feet, telling me he's loved me from afar for years. We were so happy. But last week, out of the blue, he broke it off because he no longer wants a romantic partnership with anyone and wanted to go back to being friends. The worst part? He did it by text message. I'm heartbroken, mostly because the friendship is now gone. It's like a double dose of pain. I live alone, and while I do have a fantastic group of friends and family always checking in, I very easily fall into bad habits and go to a dark place when my core is shook. But something feels different this time. I immediately started putting positive plans in place. I went out on a run. 
I'm eating healthily. I'm making plans. I'm telling people how I'm feeling and listening to their advice. I have my favorite podcasters filling my ears with joy. I'm really proud of myself for refusing to let this destroy me. I have a tough road ahead of me, but I feel like I can do it. Thank you for giving me a much needed point in the week I can look forward to. The stress melts away as soon as I see my favorite podcast has been updated. Oh my God. Love you so much, Vic. And thank you so much for sharing this with us. I'm so proud of you because it's so difficult to do that. And I'm so proud of you for being in a positive place. Hell yes. Break the narrative. You don't need to be destroyed. You can be uplifted. Even though I know it's really fucking difficult and all of my love goes out to you. You fucking got this stuff. And who knows what will happen in the future. So much love to you. Now I'm sending out another, this is a great shout out. This goes out to W. Nelson, but this also goes out to Kylie. Because W. Nelson says, I just wanted to give a big shout out to my girl Kylie, Kylie Minogue, for getting her new song played at every gay bar slash LGBTQ plus event for the past Pride Month. Though our Supreme Court sucks right now and effectively made discrimination legal against anyone who isn't a Christian, who will continue to bankrupt future generations of students because they decide to get a higher education, or think that Mark didn't get into his dream school because he's white. Padam Padam has been the only thing to get me through the fucking day. Divas are an integral part to the LGBTQ plus community. In the past, we could never see ourselves on that stage. So why not cheer on strong, creative, powerful women? Thank you so much for saying this. And also, we were just jamming out to Padam Padam on Friday. Please check it out. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard this song already. But uh, thank you for reminding me, W. Nelson. So much love goes out to you. Now, I just want to say thank you so much to Tina for the hot dog beats and to Tansy for the 1955 hot dog queen pick. You're both helping me celebrate the High Holy Hot Dog Day right. And a special thank you goes out to Bree, who shared about their Faye Bay fantasy night. Bree says, we drew courts, made regional dishes and drinks, got together for a way better book club and dressed up, played games and lived out our Faye fantasy. And... They were inspired by the Smasher Pass segment from our show and made their very own game to present a la PowerPoint style. What a way to celebrate a fay bay. Oh my God. So much love to you. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you everybody else who wrote in amazing emails this week or donations of words. I guess it really just depends on what you want to call it. And isn't that a beautiful poetic thing to describe an email, a donation of words. Thank you, Jackie, for putting that into our lexicon. And thank you guys for your shout outs and for your emails. And again, you can send in your own shout outs to page seven podcasts at gmail.com. That is seven the number or you can write it out page seven podcast at gmail.com. I hope you guys enjoy your possibly shorter week of work this week. And if not, if you're working through the week, I'm right there with you, babe. So many hugs for you, and we will see you guys next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. 
Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.